0: Hello, my dear ones. Well, I'm gonna see a lot of you back at two o'clock when we're gonna keep on going with the A&P class. I think the A&P class is fun. It helps you to understand uh, how the body works. And like I said, you don't have to sit there and remember every little uh, cell or different types of cells or all these sort of things, but it really helps you to home in on. And one of the the big ones, Monday was a reabsorption. We're talking about the blood system now, and then we'll move into the lymphatic system, but we're talking about reabsorption into the vascular or into the blood system through capillaries, right? So you, you learn that capillaries don't like any big particles to be reabsorbed, correct? Correct. And if you we didn't talk about it because you know, there's so much, but if you noticed capillaries do not accept proteins, especially your bigger uh, molecules of proteins. Oh, capillaries don't accept proteins back in the blood system. Oh, well, wait a minute, wait, why would that be? Wait a minute, why? See, and when you start looking at why these factors are, it's just a little thing, but is it really? Because when you take a look at reabsorption of nutrients through the uh, back into the blood, you have to realize that the body cannot compromise itself. Why would the divine make a body so unbelievable? Unbelievably simple and unbelievably intricate and complicated. I mean, it's it's just like, wow. You got both sides to that. But as we've talked a lot about things, you cannot get too complicated in that. Because we're just talking about areas of the body, kind of how they work, how things function. Remember, there is, you always want to look at the movement of chemistry and utilization and cribs and methylation. You want to look at all these things that goes on at the cellular level in the context of pH. Because remember, blood is also mixed with another fluid where you have these Proteins that are not absorbable in the bloodstream. Huh, what other system might be, right there with them, that was perfect for proteins? Or what's another name for proteins? Acids. Now, there are amino acids, and sometimes I feel that uh, science gives a protein to an amino acid instead of using amino acid, they'll say a protein. Because there are what they assume as carriers, but then you've got all these mediated uh, areas on a cell and sometimes these protein mediated areas and sometimes my own opinion is we have acid attachments to cells. You know not everything is what it appears to be and that's one of our problems. When you make a hypothesis in a, in a research area, you're making a hypothesis based upon what Kind of like a computer. A computer can only give you back what you put in it and its ability to deduct, right? Ah. I haven't got this one. Uh, this one is gonna be one of the first ones out. I haven't got the cover set up yet, but that's what it is. Fruit and berries are the natural food of humans. And this is gonna be all the evidence we've got. I've got it really laid up a lot matter of fact. Yeah, he's got part of this. Uh, we're 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 making charts right now. Going to be more involved. This is the four basic vertebrae. Uh but this is exciting. I I'm just so excited to see. So, I'm I'm getting this uh the table of contents is almost done with this. It's going to be quite involved. Be fun stuff. Uh I heard that uh Oh, there was a podcast with uh, oh, uh, Clemens from uh, Hippocrates. Really, what are you going to say? You cannot deny that the Homo Sapien is a frugivore, and anthropology agrees. So, if you want to call anthropologists liars, go right ahead. All right. So now get this. <laughs> So, again, you see down here, right down here is 1.5. One million. One million times hotter than blood. And what is that? Chemotherapy. So, I'm going to have a back to it, too. And the back... Uh, he's working on it right now. But the back of it, um, I'm gonna have all the symptoms you can expect. What, what is an anionic solution? And what is a cationic solution? What would you experience in an acidic medium? And basically, you can take all the world of diseases and throw them down there. There's alkalosis, we know that, but bottom line, Cool stuff, I'm excited about all this stuff. And then uh, this is the, uh, you can see how I do things. This is the first uh, lineup for endocrinology. So I'm, I've got, uh, setting it up. I've got it pretty much laid out, the endocrine, endocrine glands. But you're gonna be amazed, like Pat was talking to you, what what endocrinology exists that you wouldn't think that? Between the heart, the pancreas, other places that are endocrine glands, you wouldn't assume that. And then some endocrine glands dump uh, intramuscularly, in other words, lymphatically. Hmm, that's interesting. Hmm. So I'm excited about that. i got to proof that. And Marco, I have in my grubby little hands your work for the fruit book, the fruitarian book. So I'm going to be reviewing your work there and see what you come up with, young man. It's exciting times at one level. You always have the negative and all this stuff out there. Uh, You have people that are just off their rocker. You know, you have the liars, the deceivers. You've got all kinds of things going on out there. But don't let anything bother you like that. Karma will whip their butts big time, exactly. So whoever, you know, again, someone giving you a hard time, someone harassing you, talk to the hand, the face isn't listening. And I know a lot of people, especially younger people, you know, they get bullied for one reason or another. And it's like, when you're happy with yourself, it don't matter what people say about you, right? So when you're happy with yourself, talk to the hand. The face isn't listening. Matter of fact, the face is enjoying the beingness of the now while you're rattling on some kind of crap. <laughs> so at two o'clock today, we'll be back in class. All right. I'm going to cover a couple of these this morning because. Uh, Class isn't for everybody. You have to sign up for it, you know, and it's gonna be going into the school. Uh, Expanding the A&P. We're gonna expand A&P just as far as we can take it because I think when you get into some of these areas, like, uh, you know, reproductive areas and you're getting into uh, why people are suffering, Why women can't carry the term, how to fix all of this stuff, and also look at the genetics these children are facing. Look at the Down syndromes, and look at all of this. We can stop all of that. I can tell you, we can stop all of that. You know, people just have to realize that if you're going to have a young child, prep for it. Don't have it out of emotional whatever, because then you always have problems. So you wanna have a child because you wanna bring a being into the planet. Why else would you wanna have a child? Because that's what you're doing. You're, you're producing a physical body that you have to care for for a long time, but you're also bringing a a being into this body that who knows where this being has been, where it comes from, the journey that this being has been on. And I, I was telling some of you ladies that back in the day when I was a A priest in Ekankar, so many ladies uh, were out-of-body travelers in this group. And they would communicate with the soul that's coming into their newborn before it came in to see what the journey was. Why why, why did you pick this body that I'm preparing for you? Uh, What journey are you on? What are you here to learn this lifetime? Because I'm going to tell you, before you ever had deja vu, of course you have. Everybody's had a deja vu experience, right? That's because you know and you knew when you came in here exactly. You saw all the Akashics. You already knew what you were going to experience, I'm telling you. And when you start letting go of the attachment side of your experiences, deja vu will hit you a lot more. You know, just start to realize, I did know before I came here what's going to go on. Crazy, ain't it? Well, I'll put it this way, the last name's Weaver. That's all, I can't pronounce the first name. My uh, cousins were Weavers in Indiana. Uh, Hi, I'm level one and getting ready for level two. Yeah. And I'm getting ready to do that iridology. We need about 10 more eyes. And then I think I'll have enough to be able to give you a real decent go over with these eyes. And I was looking at them, Uh, Megan's got some nice eyes. You know, because it's fun. It's fun to sit there and go over eyes and go over eyes and go over eyes. What are you seeing? What are are you looking at, you know? So you'll see how I look at an eye. There was a question I had about the stages of kidney filtration. Are there stages? Good question. (laughs) I mean, at least we brought out the kidney filtration. That's all I can say. At least we brought that out. Now, medical, take it from there. You know, start doing some good research. Start doing some—we want to cure people. Research. We want to find out the truth. Research. Well, you're going to have to back up and get out of your false illusion called diseases and start looking at the reality of how the body works in chemistry and electromagnetic energies. Because I mean, the diets that are being recommended by allopathy are about as bizarre as you can get. I'm I keep up bringing this one case because I pulled this guy out of cardiac arrest. And I did this with my thumb in his left foot. And I had plenty of observers. I had a cardiologist, his PA. I had the charge nurse. And finally, but I already had him up talking to us by the time the crash cart came in with the ER doc and stuff. You know how all that works. So again... That was probably 8 to 9 o'clock in the morning by the time we stabilized him, my guess, because he's pretty stable. I had him up talking. His heart rate I was looking was about 70-something. And that, I watched it go down the other way. I said, I went back to visit this lad in the ICU. He had barbecued beef sandwich and french fries. I just went, freak! I I lost it. I lost it on the nurses in ICU. I just lost it. I said, you're going to kill him. You're going to kill him. And that night, he died. That afternoon, actually, he died. Well, when you have a, a, a sensitive myocardium and a sensitive, everything around the heart where you've had severe spasticity, the closing off of blood vessels, and you're gonna have a barbecued beef sandwich with french fries, which one, both of those two don't mix at the same meal, number one, so immediately you're gonna set off fermentation and putrefaction, but vibrationally speaking, when you have a heart attack or you have a stroke, I wouldn't go out and have a piece of meat. That's stupid. You you don't wanna have a piece of protein whether it's in the form of beans, grains, or meats, if you're in serious trouble, if your life is, is there and you've had a stroke, you've had a heart attack, whatever, you don't want to put protein in your body. If you do, you're a fool, And you got to research and look at that. The problem is the Internet's just so full of people that think you have to eat meat. You know? Really? Where does that come from? Where's your proof? Where's your evidence? Well, man's eating it. That doesn't mean that it's right. Because you do something doesn't mean that that something is right. <laughs> and how can a whole planet go off? See, when you look at this spiritually, this is all planned. This is all set up. You know, a good piece of, uh, of uh, apple pie or apple crisp. Apple crisp. I love apple crisp. I haven't had apple crisp in I don't know how long. Oh, man. I'll be careful here. <laughs> but we don't have anything in town that has any good anything, so you don't have to worry about that. You can. So I don't know that. I don't completely understand. I also see a lot, I mean, a lot of questions about this on the various Facebook groups dedicated to Dr. Morse's Detox Diet. Yeah, good. <laughs> All I can say is good. Question it up. Maybe we'll have some answers, but even, you have to understand, Pat is 24 years A&P professor, okay? So when I brought this out, Pat called me. So did a couple other A&P professors, remember? And I told you, when I brought out the kidney connection to the lymphatic system, no one knew how how the connection is made, but that the reality is that the lymphatic system is an eliminative system And that the skin and the kidneys are the eliminated organs of that system, common sense. It's your immune slash sewer system. And your lymph nodes are your septic tanks. And if they can't get with that, then they'll forever kill people and forever be uh, out there and criticize. You know, what people don't realize, what medical doctors don't realize, only the few love them. There's so many people that do not like medical doctors for what they've done to them. You know, and this is part of the problem here. you shouldn't feel bad about your health care practitioner. <laughs> that's sad, you know. You should always go, man, I like that person. You know, because they helped me. They helped me overcome my problems, you know. And that's what this is all about. This isn't about having lots of money and spending. You know, this, this friend of mine, he is a, he is a medical doctor. And he was a, uh, kind of a head of a hospital in San Diego when he called me. And he said, you know, cause he came over to my house here. He came to our class and he came over to my house and we, we, we sat all night long talking, talking, having some fun. And uh, he, uh, he said, you know, all we do is sit around and figure out how we're gonna spend our money. Now this came right out of his mouth, dead truth. And <laughs> I'm going, yeah, I don't have that problem. <laughs> I've been in bankruptcy twice. I don't have that problem. But then I give a lot away, so then, then I don't care. What are you going to do with it? You know, buy yourself a nice fancy house, and then you have to have maids, and then you have to have this and this and this and this, and this more than you ever need? You know, some of these people live like that I ought to put them in a, a camper van and go put them out in the woods for a couple of years and let them get used to themselves and see then if they want to have a big mansion like that. Uh, so I can't tell you. I can't tell you about the... Uh, uh, Filtration of the kidneys. The, uh, the different levels of stages of kidney uh, decline or deterioration is obvious. And I think you could probably lock in the ability or inability of the kidneys to filter at each stage. To me, it was obvious that at a subacute stage of weakness. But remember, there's two subacute stages. There's a subacute stage of weakness of tissue or cells. Cells are what? Structure, function, okay? So now, we've got cells making up predominant, every part of the tissues of the body there is, right? But you have gotta have some operational fluids. You gotta be able to bring some electricity and more electricity to turn things on. And in this planet, we do it through chemistry. So, you know, but it is done also through consciousness and through the state of awareness of the individual. There's no question about that. Your awareness feeds your bodies, not your just physical body, your bodies. And when your awareness is locked into thought and in desires and emotions and money and all this stuff like that, your life is very shallow. And those are the things that all your experiences are wrapped around those things until someone goes, cock! Oh, 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 oh. Like me, I didn't have to sleep till late. I've been up probably five nights in a row getting all this stuff done. I'm so excited, I can't sleep. (laughs) But uh, it's for us to find out until they understand that filtration is not an infection. You know, when you see in your urine bags sediment you need to be clapping and having a party. So here's one of the questions on Facebook that I couldn't answer. Facebook question. Hi guys, I have been doing off fruits for the past two weeks and I've been checking my urine sediment daily with no success. Last night I decided to have one meal with lots of avocados and nuts. This morning, plenty of sediment. It just shows you that crap has sediment to it. Can someone explain why? Thanks, guys. I appreciate your uh, feedback. Well, it's kind of like this. Let's say you go on fruit for uh, a month. You're doing fruit only. You might slip in a a day or two or three of water fasting. You might slip in a 24-hour water fast. And let's say about three weeks down the way, you stop that, right? Now you start bringing in some proteins and stuff like that. I'm surprised you don't feel that, but then it's just nuts, but still nuts can kick your ass. But, so you can start breaking up lymphatically, especially when your kidneys are not filtering, okay? And this is part of the problem. When you start hydrating and all you have to do is start eating even vegetables, right? Anything that's high electrons, which is your electrolytes, right? Which is your alkaline side. These proton acids need to have a little female electricity. (laughs) So, when you're agglomerated really bad and you start hydrating, it's amazing all through the body, how you start hydrating and loosening up mucus, right? Now, but wait a minute, you're not filtering yet very good. Oh, matter of fact, this can kick your butt in a healing crisis. It can, some people have been to the hospital and I've sent people to the hospital before because I wasn't sure. And if you're not sure, As a practitioner, you always want to be on the safety of your client. Always. If you're not sure, send them to the hospital. Who cares? Especially if they have insurance or whatever. 99.9999% of the time, we can't find nothing. Good. At least you're where you can be stabilized. Because some people are very, very agglomerated. I mean, seriously so. You start breaking that up inside of you and it has nowhere to go? Imagine that. Imagine everything starting to breaking up and there's nowhere to go. Then you start, you eat something just really just knocks the crap out of that energy and everything else. Your body's hydrating and just knocks the crap out of it. That's why you see sediment in the urine. But it's there. But you're moving and you keep moving it because the fact that you saw sediment, period, is a good thing. It's a good, good thing. But remember this, and this is why we don't use heavy lymphatic formulas initially. This is kind of why I started using that three herb, I call it the three lung, because you just had fenugreek, marshmallow, and uh, slippery elm. No, pleurisy root, mullion, and slippery elm. Or fenugreek, fenugreek. I've been messing with formulas. Uh, they, they are anti-inflammatory, expectorants, astringents. They kind of have, a, all three of those have a nice little package. But for me, uh, when you're looking at herbs that, even just for the lungs, that loosen up hardened sputum, I'm going to be thinking about, can that herb also loosen up hardened lymph nodes, right? I mean, that's going to be my thought. And of course, that is my thought. And that's kind of why I started with that. Kind of a mild lymphatic formula, but also one that's known to break up hardness. And so that's why I started with that for the first month, the first two weeks, whatever you want, and then moved to lymphatic one. You know, just tried to move up the scale a little bit. You know, I know Western has it all moved around and everything, but I do it a little differently, and it's just the way we all are. That's all it is. But you wanna be careful with that. It's like also be careful uh, in the initial stages of juicing. Why? Too much water. And especially with lung cancer, and we've talked about this a lot, and I've helped a lot of you guys through your lung cancer cases. I remember the guy in Michigan ended up beating me up for some reason. He used to call me at any time he wanted to, and I'd help him through his cases. Saved a lot of people, I remember one case this person's lungs were filling up and filling up and filling up, I just kept going, go, go, don't worry, go, 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 he can, he can go get, uh, get that pulled out, keep going, thoracentesis, you know, he can go get that done, but not a fun thing, but life or death, right? So as long as we can keep the fluids out of those lungs, of course they're going to always do the thoracentesis in the hospitals, right? But after a while, you keep them going, well guess what happens after a while? Instead of them spraying, what do they spray in the lungs to lock the lungs from being uh, getting water in them? What is it, the, some kind of silicone spray or something? Oh yeah, oh yeah. But when you start opening the doorway of the kidneys, And all this edemic issues start coming out because what are you removing to remove the water? You say, I'm getting a diuretic and pull the water out. Why is the water there? Why is the edema there? And you're gonna always come either to an acidotic or you could maybe argue a, 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 a high alkalotic stage, but basically you're looking at acidosis. And so as you begin to correct that, the lungs will stop filling up, stop filling up, stop filling up, pretty soon they won't fill up anymore and you won the day. Because as that's happening, so is the lymph movement Is they getting hydrated and moving. These lymph nodes are getting softer. Everything is now working its way uh, out the doorway of the kidneys. If you promote sweating, then you've got that doorway too. And of course, always, you know, when anybody's sick, quote unquote, sweat your butt off. You ever heard that? So you go into saunas, you go into all these things, right? Right, so it's about elimination. When you're sick, isn't it about elimination? Because you, for some reason, are not eliminating, right? But what they didn't understand, it isn't just about stool elimination, it's also about kidney filtration and kidney elimination. But I'm glad to see you guys talking about this on Facebook because you're at the core of where the problem is. And when you have a 24-year a and professor well-revered in her field, you know that's also trying to tear this up, too. Because remember, as professors and teachers, we come up through education reading books, too. So as we read books, we're getting knowledge from the person that wrote the book. What if the person that wrote the book was a dumb butt? Oh, we're believing what it says just because it's in a book? And just because our college uses this as a reference uh, textbook, Uh -uh. uh-uh. If anything, you guys are learning about colleges and universities, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, rethink that avenue, unless you need it. Is this because changing to fruit with highly constructed, structured water initially overwhelms the kidneys? Mm -mm. No, because you know, you'll drip it out. So the water just flushes through without picking up much. Water, well, I mean, you're talking about in the edemic areas here, and I'm sure there's a lot of other goodies in there as well, you know? Because really you're right in that inflammatory response syndrome. All of this is part of the inflammatory response, in my opinion. Edema has just won the road to what you see, not only with interleukins and histamines, but I also uh, look at calcium draw, uh, cholesterol, all of these other responses by the body in an inflammatory response. Well, what's an inflammatory response? Inflammation is not a disease. That's crazy. It is a response to chemistry. Well, here you go. What side of, there's only two. So basically, what side of chemistry is inflammation a sign of? Acidosis big time. And so edema is just in there to uh, try to neutralize because it's going to try to pull all the alkaline principles too, you know. I mean, the body can't just use water. So that's why we see all the things we see, the loss of structure. Because our, our our basement layers and our layers of connective tissue are ravished from this. And when you start realizing that, realizing the proteins and all this, there's a system for them. And then you understand why in A and P you see the lack of reabsorption of proteins into the, the uh, capillary beds. You cannot, the divine, maybe medical doctors want to, but the divine does not want to compromise the kitchen. And rightfully so, right? Oh, uh, Yeah, I mean, and you might have a point there to a certain extent about the avocados being waterless and stuff like that, but the problem, again, and we, we talked about this and I think in the last video or two, but when you have a highly edemic case, you're not gonna use watery fruits as much. And the problem is this is where the astringent values are. So this is where the compromising comes in. Are we apples? We got, we got probably less water in apples, but look at, look at grapes. Uh, but the grape, <laughs> that, that's, our, that's our power food. So then you've got make well, water now. So then you go to bananas and things like that. To me, they don't, they lack the astringent value. They're more, banana is the meat of the family, kind of like a may It's it's kind of like a meat of the family. But when you're, when you're in trouble, hydration is a, a huge, excuse me, a huge part of this. And also in class, we were talking about, Pat was bringing up congestive heart failure, pulmonary edema, and all this stuff here. Now, we've been talking about this, of course, for years. You just got to be careful. But it's not difficult to understand why you get in trouble like this. And again, when when the fruit book comes out, you're going to see a lot of facts and a lot of evidence to show that the Homo sapien is indeed a frugivore. Doesn't mean that everybody can eat fruits and suddenly drops, no, because at that level, you've seen me and probably some others at these levels have a lot of energy and uh, a lot of things going on there, a lot of out of body and a lot of things. So can humans uh, just, no, but can they work to that? Absolutely. And it's like, I think our group, is a group of highly evolved beings that uh, just need a little hello. Remember who you are. And uh, you guys are taking off on these high energetic, high vibrational, high consciousness diets. And there's a reason for that because all of you, but whether you want to accept it or not, probably most of you have a higher level of awareness and it's time you let that come through and to let that come through is you have to quit desiring and playing in the fields of dreams. You can dream till the cows come home, but are you present? So, I mean, I can see where you're saying with that sort of thing, but the fact that you're seeing sediment coming out and that, people also are saying that dates create sediment. And I've seen hitting the adrenals create sediment. I've seen, you know, I've seen everything. And so it's like, well, we'll do everything. <laughs> now, I don't know, but you know, it's like you're always going to work on the adrenal glands so you know they can tell We talked about that in A&P too, the control of the adrenals over the kidneys. Why does it sit up there, right? We also talked about the sodium-potassium pumps and, and, the, and, and how that is and why medical doctors are afraid of potassium, right? I mean, we're getting into it to help you guys understand it more. But again, there's always, always going to be questions that I'm going to have. And I'm sure there's always going to be a lot of questions all you guys are going to have. But the more that you feed on something and try to figure it out, when you try to figure something out like this, don't use a textbook. Why? It's not in there. I was trying to tell you the other night. It's not in there. How do you find truth? How do you find the answers of life if it's not in a book? Oh, by the entity, by the individual's actual experiences. Uh, Yeah, and by a group of experiences. Oh, wow, look. Although I like books, I've read a lot of libraries before. I'm telling you, I read a lot of stuff in my world. Uh, I don't know if overwhelming is a word. She says, is it because changing to fruit, which is highly structured water, initially overwhelms the kidney, so the water just flushes through without picking up much? The fact that you're agglomerated is the whole issue of this. And in a uh there is an X amount of time of hydration and edemic responses are always, I don't care what, you're never going to have a non-edemic response to a, a human in this world when you start them on a raw food diet, uh, whether they can feel it or see it or, or, or not. It's how compromised are they already in the lymphatic system, in the heart tissues, and in the lung tissues, and you can see that in their eyes. So then you can look at how compromised that person is, and you know, think of that. But I've really, I'm, I've, I've just never had any of these problems. I mean, I, I've seen, I've seen this with the kidney filtration, no question about it. I've been lucky. I, 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 I my. Everybody, is, in my opinion, has kidney weakness genetically. My family, my mom lost her brother from kidney failure when he was like three or four or five years old. So, every, you know, those tissues are in trouble with people. But then again, farmers and the people, they eat a lot of meat. So, you know, but you've got a lot of farmers that also live long, at least in their 80s. So, I don't know what to say about that, you know, because even in your first uh, filtrations, uh, my guess is the kidneys have to clean themselves out a little bit. Uh, You know, the kidneys swell just like everything else. And it's my opinion that some of this initially is gonna come out of the kidneys themselves. So I've always thought, Everything closer to the kidneys gets it first, but also goes down first. You know, that's why things don't appear up here till later. And when it does, you're in trouble because everything down below is saturated. It's like traveling. And know that the kidneys are the eliminative organs. So you know anything close to them when they back up is gonna get it first and what sits on top of the adrenal. So there they go. You're not gonna feel the kidneys going down in the brain as quick as you are on the adrenals, in other words. It is confusing for people who see off and on filtration. I know, but you can't let it get too confused. I mean, you know, we're about the only group that understands this. This is the biggest deal this planet could have ever, ever taken on. We have given this planet the answers to their suffering, whether they like it or not, right? So the answers are there. You guys are working it. So it just shows you're more highly evolved. But this planet needs to get more highly evolved before the takeover. So, you know, don't let yourself get too upset about that because I see it in mine too. Some days I I don't see a lot of sediment and other days I see tons of it, you know. So, I don't know. And again, of course, the ebbs and tides of detoxification, who knows? Because we're, believe it or not, we're not controlling this. (laughs) To a certain extent, I suppose we say we are, but once you start going, guess, Who's the master here? The body knows itself, and then the creator of it, that which is watching. So, I don't know what to say about that. Even if the time frame varies from person to person, are there stages of kidney filtration? How does it roughly work? C A I R E E R E N N. Karind? Might be another way of saying Karen, That's different, wow. Anyway, it's enough to say, honey, I don't know what to tell you. All I know is the kidneys need to filter. And there's a lot of ways we've seen it with help from our friends. We've seen it using herbs. We've seen it going after the adrenals. We've seen it with dates. We've seen it with, you've seen it with doing your do. The whole thing for me is to get the body healthy. Get the kidneys up and running and filtering, the skin sweating, uh, all of this. You know, Get elimination up, uh, start getting tissue rebuilt, all the tumors out of you, all the lymph nodes loosened up and uh, start to filter and all this. Get your, your head drained so you have some awareness, <coughs> excuse me, all these things like that. So. Some of these things are not answerable yet. But the more you guys put it out there, the answers will come. And the more that we watch and observe, which is research, research, to me, science is an observed study. But then here comes a hypothesis. (laughs) This is what we saw. We don't know, but this is what we saw. That's not, you know, man's mind just wants to go ahead and add to that. And I'll say about the same thing. Let's put it this way. You've got miles of length. Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, Pfeiffer. Whoa. Ooh. All right. the Healthy Inquiry. Oh, good. Healthy Inquiry. Hello. Can you please tell me what type of water filtration Dr. M recommends for home drinking and possibly whole house water? We use a, a Berkey four years, heard bad things, and now I'm so confused by all the differing opinions. I trust Dr. M implicitly, so whatever he uses will be my next move." Oh, well, wait, Michelle, my bell, Well, God, I have a whole house RO system, right? but if you don't add back some calcium or some type of electrolyte, it'll leach because it's like distilled water. When something's void, nothing likes to be void. So obviously these black holes, did anybody catch Skinwalker Ranch? Damn. And if you Google blind frog ranch, they're due up, probably the first of the year which is amazing because they've had all kinds of serious things. this is I mean we're really getting into some good stuff. UFOs and it showed them going into the uh, into the uh, ground it showed oh man it was so cool I mean it's really really cool stuff you know to see this plant has been used and I mean come on man. So I don't know what to say because the problem with uh, RO systems, you burn. I've got mine turned down to about seven. I like to turn it down to maybe five or, or four. But uh, I only use it to shower in. I don't drink it. I drink uh, Aquapina water from Italy. It's a uh, good mountain water. It's got. I just love. It's just got such a good taste to it. It's in glass, of course. Florida has a lot of natural springs, but not around here. Uh, up, up around um, Gainesville, there's a lot of fresh, pure water springs. Never had the pleasure to have a place with pure natural spring water. Can you imagine having, say, 20 acres and you have a couple of natural springs where you'll have water forever? Oh God, that'd be cool. Uh, there's a system, um, Netico or something. I, I had them at one time, and they don't burn the water like that. And they pretty much, because in Florida you have high sulfur and high iron. And those are the two things that suck in a water system, right? So for most people they have a softener and stuff like that, but no way. Uh, RO. You're, it's not economic, in my opinion, when you're looking at you know, all these activists and stuff, and I, I know they got a friend of mine, he was, he was cleaning his, his vegetables, but he left his water on at the sink, and they got him for leaving the water on. So I don't know what to say about it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm upset, but it's so expensive too but I'm upset that I have to burn so many gallons. Now it's going back down to the ground and back into the octopher and stuff like this, but still, you know, uh no easy answers on that one. And distilled water, I mean, you can't you can't buy it, you have to make it, right? You can't put anything that's distilled or RO in plastic, really in anything. That's the problem because there's nothing that's non-leachable you know, people use these bags all the time for stuff, and I like glass. Glass is where our industry is in quality. So, I don't know what to tell you. And I, I don't want to disappoint you, honey, but I don't know what to tell you on that. You might, you know, get back on some Facebook, you know, Grapegate, and say, hey, any of you guys, because again, House RO systems are always been the thing. But when you burn seven whole gallons just to get one, I don't think that's efficient at all. And it's, uh, I don't know, just, to me, it's a waste of water. So even, even my dogs get aqua. Now, that's all I can tell you about that one. I apologize for that. I'm trying to uh, figure out a way because it, it, it will leach your pipes too. And that's why you have to have a calcium uh, add to that to help, uh, you know, give, give, give some goodies. And, and this just shows you chemistry. Whenever you have a void, you have osmosis or diffusion. I mean, you can see it a bit either way, you know, void or too, too compacted. Nature has a way to infuse or diffuse. defuse. In a way, you know what I mean? <laughs> so we talked about diffusion, but you also have osmosis. So all these things, I don't know what to say about them. I can't wait till I get out of the body that needs to drink and eat anyway. Hello, Dr. Morris. I'm a huge fan of yours, and I'm a huge fan of yours. I'm a huge fan of all you guys, because each and every one of you, I see God. I see what they call the Sugma in Sanskrit. And... uh, that's why I'm always happy with you guys. I love all of you guys. I love it when you come in. I love to see what your occupations are. Uh, you know, The musicians are pouring in. And of course, I'm a musician. And it's like, it's in my blood. That's a sad thing. It's in my blood when I'm sitting here. I, I want to I do music. <laughs> Thank you for all you do to help us. I appreciate it, man. I'll tell you what. To me, there's nothing more fun than helping and seeing someone come out of the suffering position because suffering isn't where it's at. Yeah, karma, and we get all that, but work through it. See that's what people don't realize. I got bad karma. Well, get rid of it. Work through it. Everything you create from this point on, make it good. Make it happy. And then if you really want to expand yourself, quit creating anything. Just let life happen. And you will find the deja vu coming back in your world again, and you go, I already experienced this. Cool stuff. I mean, the divine is huge. I work in healthcare. Oh, wow, as a phlebotomist. Oh, ah, <laughs> the phlebotomist. Those are the guys and the gals that sneak in your room late at night while you're sleeping and pull blood to wake you up. Now <laughs> well, I had to, I had to go back to school and take IV therapy and everything else. So, you know, I pulled blood too, but I started a lot of IVs. I started thousands of IVs in people, and of course, when you're, if you're a phlebotomist, I'm sure if you're a higher being, you always want to see if you can. Stick it where there's no feeling. But when, 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 when your patient goes, I didn't feel that. Yeah. But you know, some sticks are hard, you know, and, and guess where we always go? Either ICU peds, you know, you get one of these ped nurses, oh man. They can put a needle through a needle. I know some good pig nurses. And have observed a lot over the last 13 years. Oh wow, 13 years as a phlebotomist. Yeah, and I so admire what you are doing to teach others and heal people. Thank you, honey. Thanks, or if this is a guy or girl. Uh, if you see any connection between uh, duplex ureter and female organ weakness, well, all these tissues are involved. It it doesn't matter. Oh, I've got class here coming up. I got it. I can't go too long here. Uh, you're gonna find, go back to your A and P. Cells, interstitial spaces, two floods. Cells, interstitial spaces for the most part, two floods. Right? And of course we have blood and lymph and in, in a we're going over the blood system, the whole nine yards, and coming is the lymphatic system. And now Pat has found some of the connections to the kidneys. Yeah. So this is exciting stuff because we're, we're pace setters. Nobody's doing this and talking about real health and real regeneration of tissue. So I'm real excited about this. But you All those tissues, urethras, ureters, you keep on going down the line. I think what we're seeing in today's world is literally a literal acidic saturation of the human form. I mean, when you look at these iridology pictures coming out now, you rarely find someone that's lymphatically fairly clean, and the uh, tribecula, nice and straight. Uh, it's, it's rare, right? More and more and more so. You know, <laughs> you see how they caught the New York serial killer? The Gild, Gildo Island killers. this six foot four dude. They homed in right into his face and I got a look at his eyes. That son of a gun has a majorly strong constitution. Do you believe that? God. Majorly strong constitution. (laughs) I was told I was born with two ureters on one side. Oh, wow, unsure which side. By age five, the extra ureter was discovered and removed Uh, due to me having multiple infections. Well, I can see that then. After removal, I was better, except I had chronic bedwetting until age 12. Okay, so let's go back and think about when you see excessive tissue being uh, uh, produced, where might we go uh, in the human form to take a look at that, all right? Well, I'm going to go walk upstairs to the pituitary hypothalamus area, which is going to be your growth hormones and everything else, and where you're going to see extra tissue growing, the augmentation of that, and then bedwetting. That's all going to be pituitary. So that's, that's where I would be going here with you. I don't know your height or anything or anything about that. But something, uh, that's where I'm gonna be looking. Now there are growth factors to the uh, thymus. And we're gonna to try to address the thymus as much as we can in the uh, endocrinology book for you. Uh, because there are, you can't find this in, in uh, some of, of the, uh, the, the hormones out of the, um, the thymus you can't get even in the professional, the medical endocrinology sites. We really dug and dug and dug and dug and dug and dug. dug. If it was not for that court case in Miami talking about the growth hormones out of of the... uh... And we we literally, I can't remember who found it or which one of us found it, but I mean, we we looked night and day because you think of T-cells for the thymus, you don't think of growth hormones right, so your killer cells, natural killer cells. But thymus is fairly large, that can't just be about uh, the conversion of B's to T's. You've got, uh, and if there is growth factors there, then you want to consider looking at the thymus and looking at the pituitary, but I'm gonna put my my thought into the pituitary gland, and if your height and all that shows that, then you might wanna work there, you know, and let the body get itself blueprint realigned. Uh, at age 14 to 15, I develop ovarian cysts. So immediately, you have big genetics down in the the lower burner here, obviously, right? Your kidneys, I mean, this is kidneys. So to have two ureters, you know you had to have kidneys down. Um, That whole, again, when you see the inspiration of tissue, it might not always be from a Consciousness viewpoint, in other words, from a botanical and a food viewpoint, it could be a hyper stimulated tissue growth. You know, and that's, you know, you see that a lot. And this fact that she's had ovarian cysts just closes your case right there because now you know she's got kidney and adrenals. Well, She had kidney and adrenals, a real probability of pituitary problems. Let's see what else might come through here. Then endometriosis was discovered laparoscopically. Okay, so, it's what system in your body is a doo-doo house mess? Yeah, your lymphatic system, honey. I mean, this is, this is, you can't get endometriosis when there's no lymphatic stagnation Cells are not going to sit there and go, oh, let's just start atypicalizing and let's just start uh, breaking down and that sort of thing and let's just get agglomerated and let's just weld ourselves to the colon and, you know, let's do. No. Yeah. It's a lymphatic system big time. But then what's the connecting ovarian cyst? And my guess, ladies, where else could we be talking about? Uh, I don't know if they brought the pictures in yet, but. Female cancers. So you got a vaginal wall and a cervix, and I'm telling you, that's why I made the Hill all tea. I'd be douching with the Hill all tea at least one time a night or day for two weeks at least. Give yourself a break and do it again, and try to get your hips up, getting up there where you can get in a tub and, and try to get that tea as deep in you as you can. I've converted so many atypical cell cases with that tea, I can't even tell you. But when your uterus is endometriized, your ovarian cysts guess what else? You know, your whole vaginal canal, and that's not good. And how old are you? You know, you, you want to be real careful here, seriously. And uh, very important that you handle this, because I don't know what age you are, but we're also looking at possibly A pituitary, and that would also then reach into female reproductive. Now, if you've had the uh, uh, hysterectomy or something, you're done there, right? But again, would you leave the ovaries in there? If you're going to take the uterus, would you leave the ovaries so you have estrogen, progesterone? No, you wouldn't, would you? No, because it's a closed house. Where else does the the lady produce uh, estrogen and progesterone? So does the men in the adrenal glands, and I might add the fat cells. So that tells me right off, sweetheart, you have got serious kidney filtration problems right out the chute. That's the first thing you gotta handle because I don't know what condition. This is a case where you wanna see your eyes real bad. You know, because this poor lady, I mean, she's going down, down that road of agglomulation, destruction, agglomulation, destruction. Uh, Oh, I had the endometriosis lasered out and had to do this again a few years later, a couple of times. See what I'm saying? They're treating symptoms. And our uterine wall can only take so much beat up from those guys. So why, why would you keep having this problem? Obviously, something's not filtering properly. Obviously, it's like you clean something out and the water comes right back in. <laughs> the dam just you're the water keep coming back in, whatever, right? In your case, it's sewage, it's a lymph system. Clean it out, they clean it out, and it comes right back in because it's always going to. Because that's its nature, it's everywhere. It's everywhere a cell is, the same with blood. You've got to have two sides to life, elimination and consumption. And one can't do them both. And if anybody thinks that, you're in the wrong field. Uh, I was put on BC pills at age 15 to see if my cyst would shrink and it didn't work. Why would medical doctors put you on birth control pills to see if uh, uh, ovarian cysts would shrink? You know why? Because they blame it on hormones. It's like, no, lymphatic system, boys. Yeah, you could inspire more lymphatic uh, issues uh, with, with hormones and steroids. Absolutely can. I mean, whenever you use an a- acid, on this new chart, you'll see estrogen has a 5.56 uh, pH, I think it is, but testosterone is a 6.6 And these are stimulants for juices and things like this, you know, and activities. Um, I had the endometriosis, okay. Uh, By age 23, I was able to get pregnant and had a healthy baby boy. Oh, oh man, are you lucky. Oh my God, honey. I was told due to my history of endometriosis and scar tissue, I may not be able to get pregnant and carry successfully. So I count this as a miracle for me and my son. I would too. Because everything I read here, I would question your ability to conceive, and then your ability to carry the term. So, yeah, so this must be a high being coming in here, and uh, you'll have to talk to this little child of yours in a different way. I decided that uh, birth control pills were probably not good for me, so I quit taking them at age 25. Wow. By my 30s, I wish I could get this herbal. I'm going to be working on this. Uh, herbal birth control. I have not stopped uh, with that in mind. I decided, okay. Uh, by my 30s, I had severe pain during my cycles again and severe migraines. Yeah, you're up in here. You know, I, I'm i going to say that in my, my uh, estimation here, we have a, a woman here with a pituitary problem. Uh, some upper C-sign problems, uh, definitely kidneys, genetics, adrenal glands, of course, are gonna be involved here. Uh, at age 40, she was diagnosed with a fibroid tumor, anterior side of uteri. I mean, it's just a matter of time for that, sweetie. It's a matter of time. just Endometriosis is just that precursor of acid sludge. And then the body has to deal with acid sludge and uh, Dr. Pimple Popper is a good example how the body deals with acid sludge. It puts it in a holding tank. It creates it and holds it in a, tum- in, in a pocket, which we call a tumor. And we want to pop that, that pocket and see if there's any cells that have been destroyed in a, in a pocket of acids. The, 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 it fits right up there with that your cancer moves on you and your cancer has some type of consciousness that doesn't like you. That fits up there in some kind of idiocy. that, if you're a medical doctor and you believe in that, ouch. <sighs> That's not a good look. Uh, this causes pain that feels like intense back labor. Well, you know what? I'm, oh, she's on 800 milligrams of ibuprofen. Holy crap. I try, okay several natural things. You can't castor oil packs and stuff at night. I get all that. You can't treat these things. There's no way that you can treat what you got going on and come out of here a happy woman. No way on this planet. You have to now stop and realize that your kidneys are at the core and adrenals are at the core of this, and you've got to get them filtering. At the same time, get an eye picture. Holy crap. And just take a look at yourself. What's going on? How bad is your lymph system? What's the gut look like? What's your GI tract look like? Because Your transverse colon sounds like it's involved with this. It's what it sounds like. And you just can't treat these sort of things, you know? I mean, when you have acid agglomulation, even castor oil, I've, I've tormented over this myself. You're trying to put an oil, right? So what is your lymphatic system? An oil-based system. What's the word we use generally? Cholesterol. So it's a lipid-based system, right? Okay. It is probably... Of course, that's where you hydrate. Your blood is always hydrated, pretty much. When it's not, where are you? Probably going through that little shoot down at the uh, uh, National Cremation Society place. That's the thing, I better go buy my cremation But while they're still affordable. Okay. I tried several natural things using castor oil pack at night. Changed my diet to a raw fruit and some veggies as well as a lot of fasting. I did a lot uh, of I did lose a lot of weight but I still was having pain on and around my cycle. Now, get yourself on a herbal program. You know, I don't know if you did our detox programs but I would go after that. I would work with two kidney formulas. The endocrine gland formula. I would do a Two dropperfuls of the endocrine gland formula three times a day. I would go through the parasitic thing, parasite M and G, but then keep parasite M at about uh, two dropperfuls three times a day as well. You want to go after these fungal uh, areas of the body. At the same time, you want a GI Broom or GI Renew, something, you want to keep working on that sort of thing. If you haven't used the liver or something, hit that and get that up for about a month or so, work on the liver pancreatic area. But outside of that, your main focus is lymphatic, 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 and endocrine gland, endocrine gland, endocrine gland. So, and you want to look or you have parathyroid. I mean, this is a chance to really take a look. I mean, you can make an appointment in clinic to see Jessica if you want, and she will take a look at your case and go over it for you. Wow. You weighed 190s? And then you're down to 140s? Good work, sweetheart. And she's five foot seven Well, that doesn't always answer our question about the pituitary, but it's there. I can just tell you. It's there. My muscle mass is higher than average due to the childhood athlete. I was a sprinter and a long jumper, uh, hurdler for several— Wow, holy moly. Have you done uh, the—I was watching it last night, uh, and they had the young kids doing it. It's where they swing and jump and and go on this uh, this whole track. What do they call that show? Ah anyway, I forgot but it's uh man, they really do some things and you think the most muscle people are the one that holds himself up and jumps on these things and goes down these things but this one young lad he didn't have a lot of muscle he made it he was one of the few that made it all the way you had to jump up this thing grab up and pull yourself up and then hit this button. I doubt my muscle mass has ever dropped too low, even on fruit diet. I did have a thinning hair though. And again, I want you to realize this, guys, that when you start detoxifying and doing it the level we all like to do it, in other words, let's get it on, let's just don't sit here and whistle Dixie, then you're gonna see some loss of inferior tissue or weaknesses that the body can replace. Hair is a typical one old hair follicles and stuff like that that'll kick these hairs out and then you'll grow new ones. Remember the lady I told you, my first patient, she was from New York City and she heard about this ashram in the Bahamas, was offering a a two or three week intensive of fruit fasting, water fasting, uh, uh, cleaning, yoga, uh, meditation, everything. So she went right down there, had fun doing it, came into my clinic in Florida, no fingernails on both hands. All fingernails fell off of her. <laughs> and I, of course, I, I know fasting and detoxification. That's my field, right? That's what I do. So I looked at her and I said, you just jump into that just straight into the fruit diet from a omnivorous New York diet. she said, yep. I said, that's why you didn't give your body a chance to try and rebuild. It's just going to dump. And that's what we're doing. But when you get to a point where your life of the physical form is being threatened, you got to do something. Seriously. And if you lose a little hair or whatever, so what? It'll come back. Same thing with muscle mass. And I, and I know here was our friend. He was worried about that too. Ian. And he did get down. He put it back on with the vegetables, but he wants to have a, mu- a muscle mass like that. So he uses the amino acids to do that. If he didn't and he wanted to be a fruitarian, he would still have a good muscle mass, but it probably wouldn't be as bulky. But you're associating bulk with strength and power. Let me uh, put a wrench in that thinking. For some of you guys and gals that have been up on these fruit diets long enough, remember the power that comes into you? I mean, it comes into you, and there's no working out on this power. It comes in, and you feel your muscles just like, oh, oh. Your breathing starts to change. You start breathing from the lower uh, abdominal area instead of thoracically breathing. Uh, Everything starts to change. You you start going, oh, you start getting to sit erect. Everything starts changing in the position of your body and everything else. Your body realigns itself, and we've showed you cases, it's like, what? Amazing. Incredible stuff. But, first things first always. You don't take your car to a body shop after a wreck and expect it to look good for at least a month, right? Or a few weeks. And the same thing here. You're going to get on with this. Your body's going to take that hydration and use it as a detoxification because that's the natural anionic movement. That's what it is. Anionic is a detoxification movement. Electrical movement. I also tried some herbal remedies from Spirit of Health store near me in Kansas City that Vaughn Lawrence runs. Never heard of it. Sounds good. I did his protocol for cleanses, colon, kidney, lymph, and felt amazing, but I still had developed these female issues. I was confused and disappointed. Don't be, you know, I mean, you're deep into core genetics, but use some douching. Also use our female reproductive formula. It's not an estrogen formula. It's almost like a tonic. For the, for the female organs. Uh, also remember that pituitary because I do think you have a link there. With that link, the pituitary could be slamming ovarian function. I mean, it, you just have to see. Also, again, I mean, you can go right on out with this. There's the adrenal gland issue here with you. So with that and the kidneys, you could have autonomic nerve uh, problems with that. So slow in a lot of ways in those tissues, who knows? And they could be in a, uh, a state of decay. Where you're going to find the real answer, I think, will help you is a picture of your eyes. Because now we can look at the condition of the ovaries, the condition of the bowel related to the ovaries. Don't forget that. And to the uteri, there's a colon related to all these parts. Remember that you have to clean the colon up too. That's why we just don't work on one thing at a time. If you do, you will be bitching like you are you'll be going, well, I can't understand it. You want to go full body in. I don't know this Lawrence guy. Is he one of us or another guy? I don't know. But uh, whenever someone, I don't care who it is, can help you and fix you up and get your kidneys filtering and everything, congrats to them because that's, that's, that's who the healers of the future are. The healers of the future will take your physical body and refurbish it. Of course, you're the one that has to work with that. So now I am turning 44. I wondered how old you were. Now we're getting to it. You're 44 year old woman. 44 this year, and I am on the IUD called Marina, oh, Marina, something like that, since August 22nd, and it has brought pain relief quite a bit. I have been, a, I have been at a my new job for a year and never once have called in sick. Good lady, I still have painful menstrual crabs, but it is more controlled. I'm going, I'm going to your pituitary, honey. I'm going to your pituitary. You need to fix that up and get this cider strained out of here and all of this. However, I'm convinced I do have endometriosis and it goes undiagnosed without laparoscopic surgery to look for it. Okay, why put yourself through that? Because you're highly inflamed in that area, duh. And what is the side effect of surgery, even laparoscopy, when you're going into some of these places and you're (coughs) compromising tissue, excuse me. Scar tissue and adhesions. And the more you go in and do that, so you're going to get rid of all that, burn all that? No you need to open up the lymph system in the wall of your uteri and in the wall of the vaginal and the cervix and in the wall of the ovaries. But you have to do this in the wall of the kidneys and the GI tract and up in the pituitary and brain and all of this to get all this straightened out and working properly. You sound like you've been hitting it, but really never going right in and living it. Now, I might be wrong, and I, you know, apologize if I am there but really want to get in and, and live it for a few years right uh, I was desperate for relief so I agreed to the uh, marina low dose progesterone okay I wondered what you're talking about not smart. progesterone is a steroid and uh, you'll only hurt yourself more and it's not that I don't want you to be better it's just that you can't take hormones and steroids and you all should know this now all my students need to know this you'll mess up the gland that, that, that your gland will just stop producing it this is and remember I found that in digestive enzymes as well so be very careful Whatever a cell needs to produce, you need to make your cell produce it. Well, how do you do that? Well, what stops a cell from producing? Oh, genetic memories. Now, oh, the guy's out, out to lunch. You can bring those memories back. You can refurbish the cell. You invigorate the human body. That's what we're all about is invigoration. Those are the old terms I grew up with. I also was using an organic progesterone cream for years, organic progesterone cream, wild yam or something like that, precursor, you're not being too, uh, for years to see if that would help estrogen dominance and that I suspected was causing all of this havoc. See that's the problem and this is the problem medical doctors are going to claim, oh you were estrogen dominant. How about you were lymphatically dominant? You were lymphatically dominant. And that's the problem. And if because of the lymphatic system is gnarling down on your adrenals and your ovaries, you might be an estrogenic lady where it's stimulating more estrogen and suppressing progesterone. But I, I think sometimes people confuse these steroids with acidosis. And you've already claimed you have stagnation of the lymph in the uterine wall called endometriosis. That is acidosis of the uterine wall. And I've said this many times, in surgery, surgeons notoriously find the uterus welded to the colon wall from this high heat. This You can imagine, you see someone welding? Yeah, acids. You know, and that's, but you have to deal with the lymphatic system. You're trying to deal with the endocrinology of the body, and that's where you get messed up. I told that to a bunch of medical doctors in a class one time, and they were, uh, you know, your, uh, uh, your your proper steroids, or what do they call them, identical. uh-uh. Same thing happens. You can't play Mr. Biochemist. Uh Uh-uh. Tried it. Tried it myself. Can't do it. Your patient will be the one that suffers. They might have some short-term relief to settle for more long-term anxiety problems because you're right down on the adrenal glands. I get the pain, but you're not getting your lymph system under control. That's the bottom line here. Bottom line is, you're not getting your kidneys to filter properly and you're not getting this out of you. Sorry, I mean, that's the bottom line. Your, your hormonal and steroidal uh, imbalances will come into a homeostasis if you put your body through that. And we talked about that on class the other, of Monday. You cannot get a homeostasis treating uh, 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 an alkalotic environment with acids, you can't, you can't play this kind of thing. You have to go to the type of foods that the body is designed to eat which will bring the body into a homeostasis and fruit brings the human body into a homeostasis as long as it's good quality fruit and stuff. All right, uh, where are we? Uh, the fibroid I have isn't concerning to my gyno and she says it's very small. Huh. Yeah, don't worry about it. Oh, don't worry about that endometriosis, too. We've got that covered. We'll just get that progesterone up for you a little bit and take care of that for you. See if we can get that pain. Anti inflammatory, of course, right? And acid, progesterone, right? No big deal. Oh, look at this. Oh, she's got an IUD, too. Oh, ouch. Probably not what is causing the pain, but the IUD should be tried to see if it helped. Oh, is this a medical doctor? recommending an IUD, really? I know a lot of you ladies probably are going, oh, oh, oh. from what I've learned from you, it's a lymphatic. Thank you! Lymphatic stagnation that I have going on and probably estrogen dominance, thank you. Family history that concerns me is on my mom's side, she is very healthy age 70 but her mother died of cancer. Alright, so what? That's lymphatic, right? And you're lymphatic? Your family's lymphatic honey but all of us are. Everybody dies of, uh, of either a cancer or some type of lymphatic problem. That's what kills you. acids, basically. Oh, my God. I never heard of this one. Leomyrosarcoma at age 59. Oh, that's sad. She also had bad migraine headaches and took hormone, and you're walking down her same road. Sound good? No, don't walk down your grandmother's road. this grandmother? Don't walk down her, her mom. Don't walk down that same road. I menopause in the 1970s and my mom believed she got cancer from the HRT she was on. Well, I have to tell you, whenever you shut down your adrenal glands, you're going to be shutting down your kidneys in a way. We, again, talked about that in AP class the other night. You can't shut the kidneys down and have a happy life. That's when you start to lose your life is when the kidneys start filtering. That's the beginning of your physical form's death because now you start accumulating acids, you start becoming malabsorbed, you start losing calcium in your joints and connective tissue, you herniate, you aneurize, you do all these things like this and look at it. Look at what acids do to the human body but then look at what we can do when we turn it around. We could take someone that's basically taking their form to Hellville and walk them around to Wellville. So get on it, mom. Dig in, get on a fruit diet, no matter what you see. I would take the female reproductive formula though, as opposed to taking progesterone pills, because it doesn't matter what level, you will stop producing progesterone in your own adrenal glands and that's not wise. Huge major steroid, not wise at all. Oh, look at this. Look at at this cornea. We'll talk about this next time. Look at the protrusion of that cornea, oh my God. But then again, you know, it's like getting into rods and cones and getting all that. Everywhere you have cells, you have production needs and you have elimination needs. Love you guys. I know this sounds like it keeps going around and around the merry-go-round, but the body is very simplistic in design. Yeah, you mean you get into chemistry, moving around in the body and doing different things, but once you get that down a little bit, it's like, oh, okay. But keep the simplistic view of the human body. You got a whole bunch of cells, spaces around them for the most part, are a way to get to these spaces, interstitial, and then you have the blood and the lymph. You're always gonna have edemic water in the body to a certain extent. Then you got an ash you got your a certain amount of acids as a byproduct still in the body. All through the body you're storing all types of acid waste from, the, from your activity. I mean, look at the lymphatic system in the finger. Imagine the lymphatic system in your eye. See, and when it all backs up, look at macular degeneration, look at all these things. Remember, go to your lymphatic system and acidosis and you'll always find your answers. How do you correct that? You've got to get on a diet that's suited to your vertebrae. Well, the Homo sapien is a frugivore. So get on your fruits, berries, and melon diets. You have to have a salad, okay. But uh, detoxification is the key. And all you have to do to achieve it is start eating the proper foods raw. Fruits, berries, melons and vegetables and that will start you hydrating, that will start you detoxifying and then uh, you can use the herbs to really get in, change the genetic memories of the cells, uh, accelerate uh, lymphatic stagnation, accelerate it, it uh, pulling it out of agglomeration, that sort of thing. So you can use these uh, uh, herbs for all types of great things and uh, we've got a lot of great formulas there to use and have fun with. So, love you guys. I'll see you students this afternoon and I gotta go grab some lunch.